It's that time again. It's midterm election season, election in America. And joining me is a man who's no stranger to elections, conservative politico and uh, theologian, Garrick Wright. Garrick, welcome back to the show. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know it makes you speechless thinking about all my credentials. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am pretty excited about this upcoming week. <clears throat> Yeah, it's going to be a big episode. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to get to our predictions and focus in on a couple of races. And uh, yeah, a lot of excitement. Big, big day coming up and next week. And we also have some other things we'll get to. Some gym stories. I'm sure the transgenders will come up as usual. It's bound to. <laughs> it certainly is. Before we get to that, we had a comment in our last podcast. We talked about whether Herschel Walker's past would scare off uh, Republican voters. We had a comment from Realignment Politics, said if Raphael Warnick couldn't put Herschel Walker away after that BS story and paying his seditionist son, he sure as hell ain't going to put him away on Election Day. Yeah! So there you go. Thank you for your comments. And let me see. I think there may have been one more. Uh, yeah, we have a comment from at Derpatology 101. I'm not so much concerned about the past and the present. Herschel still suffers from DID, formerly known as multiple personality disorders. He hasn't been cured or anything. He just deals with it better than he used to. So. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't aware of that. Uh... I was not aware either, so, uh. But, uh, uh, hey, his, uh, whatever personality is his worst is probably still better than Warnock's best. <laughs> so. We have to talk about John Fetterman, too. That's a story yeah. that's uh, we'll talk about <laughs> mental illness. Um, <laughs> we have one final comment from Johnny Deep. This was actually about whether we can be happy if the Republicans win the midterms. He said... Uh, the GOP winning the midterms is like we could replace an axe murderer rapist in your home with a thief, an improvement and a start. Yeah. So there you go. I, I agree with that. <laughs> so, Garrick, uh, before we get into that, why don't we start with something lighter? I have some gym stories to tell you. Okay. Not that really, really involved, although they involve me because I witnessed it, but uh, we'll see what you, you think about the, the etiquette here. So there's this guy at the gym. And he's an older guy, you know, from the older generation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's, he's not, like, changing by a locker. He decides he's going to sort of just change in the middle of the locker room, which there was plenty of, plenty of spaces to go by your own locker, but he just does it out in the open. So he's going to start to disrobe, and he takes off his, his shorts and his underwear and he has his t-shirt on but you know his t-shirt isn't long enough so it it ends just short of his midsection his his uh you know his genitals are now viewed for everybody to see yeah it happens in the locker room and you know he's not going to be in porn neither am i but you know it's not <laughs> something i would just be going around showing off like that but the thing that really got me, though, is then he decides that he's going to go use the bathroom. 
Okay. So he doesn't have any shoes on. He's barefoot. The only thing he has on is his T-shirt. He's buck naked from the waist down. Yeah. And he's going to go, and he decides he's going to take a piss. So he's at the urinal with just a shirt on. Correct. Huh. Now, I know it's a locker room, but, uh, you know, it's still sort of public. Like, you know, there's people walking in there with their sneakers that are coming back and forth from the gym and stuff. That's kind of gross. Now, now, um, did he, was he going to take a shower or? No. Oh. No, no, he wasn't getting ready to take a shower. He was ready to go out to go work out. He was going to put his gym clothes on, but before he did that, like I said, he took Uh-oh. everything off, just the shirt, and then went to use yeah. the bathroom. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So he goes, to, so of course he's standing there, and you can see his ass, you know. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's not really necessary. So anyway, he comes back, and then <laughs> he, he does decide to put his, his shorts on, with, of course, no underwear. He just puts his shorts on. He's going commando. Oh. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, and... Uh, That's gross. Of course, I was witnessing all of this. I don't know if he noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, popcorn in the corner. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, 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 I just think this guy is, you know, he needs to have better etiquette, kind of gross. So. Yeah. Now, do you change uh, in the locker room there? I do. I mean, every once in a great while, I might take a shower there. Uh, usually not though, so I always have my underwear on. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if someone sees my my underwear, I don't really care. But right. But uh, but even if I was disrobing, I would you know go with the towel and then pull my pants off and or at least try to turn into a corner where no one could see me and then take my underwear off. I don't know why he was going commando. That's I don't know. It's worse though. Going to the urinal, just a shirt on, or going commando <laughs> out in the gym? Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, well, I certainly wasn't going to say anything to him, but <laughs> hey, well, buddy, can you put some underwear on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, because at the urinal, you you have uh, urine splash. That's right. why they have splash guards. So, I mean, obviously, urine's going on the floor, and... Right, and there's probably urine already on the floor. Yeah. <clears throat> other, other people's urine. <laughs> yeah, other people's urine. Um, yeah, I don't want to walk around a bathroom in my bare feet. Yeah, a public one. Gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> and he doesn't wear underwear, so... Wow, what a... What a gross human being. Well, we were in Lockport, so... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with Lockport. But... <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. The other gym story, which is totally different, is I was on the treadmill, and there was this girl who was probably in her 20s, but she's built... Yeah. Not like a girl that just is in shape and looks good. She's built like she's got muscle on her. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, that's kind of an interesting look. But then, you know, she kind of turned her, her, her face and you could see like just totally covered in acne oh. on her face. And I'm oh. like, she's got to be using. Yeah, steroids. Yeah. yeah. And like, what would possess... And she's probably a very good looking girl just normally. And it's like, man, what would possess a woman to take steroids? Yeah. Well, uh, low, low self-esteem. 
Um, well, yeah, I mean, she's just she's trying to become more masculine. Yeah, well, we, yeah, like you said, transgender. I yeah, mean, I mean, maybe she is transgender. So yeah, or maybe she is just short of going that way. She she's just very comfortable being manly. Right. Right. Um, huh. Yeah, I don't. I think I may have told you this. I don't know if we talked about this uh, publicly on air. But I looked into getting testosterone. Yeah. And one of the side effects is balding and acne. And it's like, well, I'm trying to improve my appearance. That kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I'll be more jacked up, but I'll have acne and I'm bald. Like, what? <laughs> so. No offense to all of you who have acne and or are bald. Uh, <laughs> But the combination of the two at 35 is not really what I'm looking for. <laughs> so Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. So I'd like to know, though, how the, the wrestlers back in the day, or even today, how they're able to use the right mix so that they don't run into problems. But yeah. Whatever they do, they end up dying early. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, so anyway, you never know what you see when you go to the gym. But Garrick, we're going to see some interesting things next Tuesday, the midterm elections. We talked a little bit about it last time. Uh, you're growing, my guess is, increasingly optimistic about things. Yeah, it seems pretty well baked into the cake that uh, Republicans are going to take both the House and the Senate. Yes. Um, and, and not by, you know, by a decent margin. Um, I, uh, I I think that um, you know a, any attempt to yeah obviously they stole the election in twenty twenty oh Garrett no but um, we can say that now um, oh, yeah but we'll get to that oh. um, yeah but I I think that um, you can't really you, you might be able to shore up a a, a race here or there. But, you know, a lot of these races, I think, are going to be won by four-plus points. I, that might be too much to overcome by cheating. By cheating, right. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, so I, I do think it's going to be a, a sea change, if you will. I agree. And one of the big races is in Pennsylvania between Dr. Oz and John Fetterman. And I have a clip from John Fetterman that we're going to play. Oh, wow. <laughs> very good. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, there was a debate between Fetterman and Dr. Oz. Fetterman, uh, up until he got the COVID shot, was normal. He got the COVID shot and had a stroke. Yes. And now he's been recovering from that. Now, what are you attributing that to the COVID shot? I certainly am. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we're just going balls out here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, listen, it's maybe he could have had a stroke anyway, but it yeah. is a coincidence. And there are a lot of coincidences all of a sudden just popping up. So That, that is true. So, uh, hold on, I'm going to play this. I'm sure we'll have to listen to an ad first, but just to warn you. I do want to oh, maybe not. All right, hold on. Let me start it over. I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? 
I, I do support fracking, and I don't, I don't, I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. <laughs> and that wasn't even really one of the worst ones. A lot of the worst ones, I think YouTube just took off. But I think, Gary, just really what I ask is, you have someone who's clearly mentally incapable. Yeah. Like, what does that say about his wife and the Democratic Party that they trot him out there still? Yeah, well, you know, we saw Joe Biden. Um, Biden looks better than this. And yeah, Biden does. Uh, but, you know, hey, maybe they thought we can, uh, we can go even further with it. But, yeah, I mean, his wife, I, look, at, look at this. This is embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. And the best they can come up with is, oh, you're an ableist? Yeah, you should be able to fucking talk and think a little bit if you're going to be a senator. <laughs> right. The Democrats were saying that they tried to say how brave it was for John Fetterman after a stroke to go up there and start debating. It was a stupid thing on part of his handlers. My goodness. He, he might have actually been able to pull this off if he didn't debate. It. Right. That, he, I don't think he stands a chance now. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was that has to go down as one of the dumbest political uh, uh, ploys or right. or strategies in recent memory. I mean, that is just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and he's been like this for a while that the media covered for him, but they yeah. couldn't cover him for him at the debate. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What What were they thinking? They were not thinking. <laughs> Or maybe they, maybe the wife wants to lose so that they throw him out there to humiliate him. So I don't know. Uh, uh, seems unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fetterman claimed that it was the closed captioning that was malfunctioning, but that still doesn't really explain why. That would explain like him not understanding the question, but that wouldn't explain why he couldn't speak in complete sentences. You know. Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> didn't really understand what that even meant. Closed right. captioning. <laughs> yes. Okay. But I, I do like uh, Dr. Oz's rebuttal to that is, I'm sorry it didn't work for you. I, I'll, I'd be happy to <laughs> debate you again if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know what Dr. Oz said at that thing. I, I don't. <laughs> he, he, he was, uh, he probably gave a bunch of Democrat talking points, but it's like, well, I got to go with the guy that can at least speak. <laughs> Someone said it's, it should be, a no-brainer that we don't put mentally incapacitated people in the Senate, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Same goes for the White House. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you also noticed Fetterman had this, this, this big like thing on his neck. Yeah, what is that? I think it's a cyst. Oh, gross. <laughs> that... Well, it's some kind of growth. It's not natural, I'll tell you that. Ugh. Well, he's such a big guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's big. How tall is he? I can look that up. Because he... He's uh, a tall dude. Yeah, yeah he, he looked uh, very um, intimidating. I remember he was talking about... That he was doing interviews back uh, in 2020 after the election yeah. in Pennsylvania and all that. I'm like, man, that guy's intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> well, he looks intimidating and then... Yeah, he talks and it's like, right. oh. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Fetterman, you'd think that would be right out in the open, but uh, it looks like a prison. He's even got a number on his arm. Oh, yeah. Huh. 
Boy, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Fetterman, 49. It's 40. Six, eight. Wow. He's 6'8". Yeah. Boy. Yeah. That's so, a big guy. It certainly is. So. Anyway, I guess we're all rooting for Dr. Oz to win that one. Uh, yeah, I never thought I'd say that. We don't want Frankenstein in the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just to mention, Garrick, in Pennsylvania, I'll have to bring this up. I didn't want to bring it up. Pennsylvania Secretary of State says we might not be able to count all yeah. the votes on election night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in Nevada, uh, the, the grapevine is uh, people have been getting ballots mailed to them. People don't even live in the same household. Yeah. Some of this stuff is happening again. And I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're right. Maybe I shouldn't be so. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, <clears throat> I, I think that, I think that the, peop, the people who participate in the cheating, I, I think, yeah, obviously the Democrats do, but right. I think Republic, the establishment Republicans do as well. I, I think they know that with everything so horrible in this country, right. um, if... If the, there's an expectation that there's going to be a big win, if that doesn't come to fruition, we're all going to know it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, you know. But, um, yeah. Especially when they say on election night, well, you know, there's a water main break in uh, Pittsburgh, and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not going to be able to count these votes tonight, folks. <laughs> oh, let's put pizza boxes up on the <laughs> window so nobody can see. The election workers, they all went home. Don't worry. <laughs> well, we'll see. The thing is, is that some states like Georgia, Wisconsin, Arizona, they made changes. Yeah. But Pennsylvania and Nevada did not. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and uh, I do know that a lot of places have, you know, a lot has gone into hiring uh, poll watchers, right. um, you know, yeah. we did have poll watchers in 2020 and they were basically pushed out. Oh, it's COVID. You can't get too close. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. We'll see. There's, I don't know if you saw the, uh, there's people in, I guess in Arizona, they, I, or at one of those States, they're, they're sitting outside the drop boxes with like lawn chairs and they're just watching people come by. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Intimidation, Garrick. Yeah, some old grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't understand why you need to go to a Dropbox, but okay. No. So they can cheat? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad those people are there with their lawn chairs on. Yeah. Garrick, why don't we stay uh, in the Northeast here in New York? Kathy Hochul, the governor, is running against Lee Zeldin, the Republican. I don't think anyone thought this race was going to be close. Yeah. I don't think anyone thought about it. All of a sudden, we had a couple of polls showing it dead even. Joe Biden was in Syracuse yeah. trying to drum up the troops. I'm sure that's really going to help. Yeah. Kathy <laughs> Let's bring this cadaver out here. <laughs> At least in Georgia, they're bringing Obama. Right. Uh, Let's, let's start with this. Hypothetically, let's say on election night, Lee Zeldin is the winner. 
that would be an unbelievable result. A political earthquake, as they would say. Yeah. Do you, how do you interpret that? Do you say, okay, New York is, there's still hope, or is it just, well, this is just sort of a unique election, people are upset? Um, I guess unique. Um, I, I still don't have much hope for New York. Uh, <laughs> but, um, well, you know, the thing is, is that um, even in uh, the, uh, yeah, you sent me that video last week of, of um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. Um, she was speaking in front of uh, kind of a poorly attended uh, town hall and uh, she half of the people there were shouting her down yeah um, you know she's especially over things like Ukraine I mean they're mm. they're they're like hey you know you're Democrats used to be against these stupid unnecessary wars well you know what what the hell is this you're you're right. you're becoming very establishment here so you know, you know, I, I think even uh, in safe places, places that you would think would be safe uh, for yeah. radical socialism, people are not thrilled. I'm not saying that those people are going to vote for Lee Zeldin, but, you know, right. maybe they stay home. Right, right. <clears throat> yeah, and, I mean, hey, Republicans did elect George Pataki. Again, that was a long time ago, but... We were yeah. still alive, for example, when he was governor. Yeah. And Rudy Giuliani was the mayor of New York City. Yeah. He's never going to be a guy. No. I can tell you that. <laughs> so, I mean, it, I guess we should say it's impossible. It would be stunning, uh, yeah. but not maybe impossible. And I don't think she did a very good job in her debate. Um, obviously not as bad as Fetterman, but, um, <laughs> you know, like, I, I did see the clip of uh, Lee Zeldin talking about crime. Right. Yeah, you know, somebody who's been assaulted twice on this campaign right. in a very serious manner, and she right. says, "I don't know why this is such a big deal for you. Right. Why you're making such an issue of it? It's like, really, lady, you don't know." <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's. Well, I remember when she left when uh, Cuomo left. I said, oh, "It can't be worse than him at all." <laughs> it was worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's uh, she's a nasty lady. Nasty, just and you know out. what? I remember when in twenty ten when they were running for governor. She's you know lieutenant yeah. governor. I remember uh, Sandy Beach, who uh, <laughs> was as a local icon. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was uh, supportive of Kathy Hochul. She she was a member of Congress, right? Or was she, she was in Congress, yes. Yeah, in the in the area, right. and um, yeah, so he and he was uh, supportive of her, even though he's was more conservative. And it's like, really? Yeah. You, you thought that that was? Uh, uh, no. That's when I knew Sandy Beach was full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Well. Yeah. Hey, you know, if if Lee pulls it off. Um, I, I think it's probably kind of a one-off. I don't expect him to win, but hey, you know what? Maybe it gets some people energized to vote, and if he does it, then we'll be talking about it for a long time. It'll just be unbelievable. So, And, and you know, 
Maybe this is at least a sign that we take back uh, state legislature, right? Um, which would be nice. I mean, right now we have almost no representation, <laughs> so it, it would be nice to at least have uh, have that back. We have Ed Rath. That's right. Go Ed Rath. <laughs> the guy's been around so long, and why does he keep doing this? He's a nice uh, guy. Yeah, he does seem very nice. Yeah, um, I met him once. Yeah, I did too. Outside of a polling place. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is probably illegal, but I don't know. <laughs> it was very nice to me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about the Red Sox. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, just to, uh, to mention AOC, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, who is a congresswoman from Hawaii, Democrat, good-looking Democrat. Yes, very good-looking. She officially has left the Democratic Party. Yeah. And one of the reasons was she felt the Democratic Party is just so pro-war. And so the people at that town hall said, hey, AOC, you're supposed to be, like, you know, progressive and stop all the, you know, big corporate wars and the, you know, military-industrial complex and being anti-war and... Yeah. And AOC hasn't done any of that. She's just voted for all the Ukraine money and all yeah. with the deep state. Yeah. And it's, it is true. There are really no anti-war Democrats. I mean, where's Bernie no. Sanders? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they were plenty anti-war in Iraq, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, when we weren't. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like we could actually get together with them on this, and they've gone to pro-war. So right. It seems like we're just naturally at odds. <laughs> right, right. In every possible way. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. People have mentioned that if Trump or DeSantis gets in, that Tulsi could either be a running mate or a cabinet position. Be um, the best-looking person who's ever been in the White House. <laughs> Garrick, I want to talk to you about good-looking people. All right. In Michigan, uh, the Republican running for governor is Tudor Dixon. Yeah, Tudor! She, she's a good-looking woman. And so is her opponent, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> in Oregon, I don't know if you've seen her, this lady, her name is Christine Diazin, a good-looking woman. Yeah, I, I, I may have seen a picture of her, but I, I can't remember. Yeah. Then in Washington State, running for Senate is Tiffany Smiley, another good-looking woman. Oh, yeah, nice. So you've got, and I'll even throw in Carrie Lake in Arizona. Yeah. You know, you've got the short hair, which is, you know, controversial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. It, well, and, and frankly, the way that she talks, the swagger, yeah. I find her to be a real knockout. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she is, and I just wanted to bring this up because all of a sudden, maybe it's the Trump effect. They got a lot of good-looking women in the Republican Party. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, kudos to uh, to Donald for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna re- remake the Republican Party, we need better-looking women. Believe me. Well, can't say I disagree with him. <laughs> uh, they probably would never say this on TV, but do you think that they have a better chance to win because of how good-looking they are? Um, right, like, if, like in Michigan, instead of Tudor Dixon, it was, uh, you know, someone who, I don't know, looked like 
a Wharton, you know, a Wharton-infested hog or something like that I mean, for for a Republican governor. You might be like, well, it's a good election cycle year. Maybe you should win, but you're just so disgusting. That, you mean like uh, Fetterman, the hunchback right, of the yeah, Notre Dame? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, um, you know, or let's say that uh, that guy uh, that was governor before Whitmer, uh, Snyder, forgot his oh, first name. Oh, Dan, not Dan Snyder. Uh. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, he was just a, he was just a pasty white guy yeah. that was, uh, was establishment Republican. Would he be able to pull it off? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think there's an element. It it might yeah. it might swing a point or two. Yeah, they've they've actually done studies that people who are more attractive tend to get agreement more, and tend to be more persuasive and influential with people based on their looks. Oh sure, I'm not gonna get into a an argument with a hot chick, <laughs> <laughs> but an ugly guy, yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> We know your weakness, Garrick. It's a it's a weakness, believe me. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. I mean, I mean, would, can you imagine if on election night you have Lee Zeldin winning in New York, the Washington state race goes Republican, the Michigan governor goes Republican, the Oregon governor goes Republican. We already know Kerry Lake is going to win Arizona. Um, I mean, holy cow! Yeah, maybe uh, Larry Elder should have recalled. Uh, yeah, <laughs> should have did it this year. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's um, I did see uh, somebody put something. If if Lee Zeldin were to win by four, by yeah, maybe four points or more. Yeah. Uh, that Chuck Schumer would have a problem. Wow. Wouldn't that be something to have that? I don't even know who's running against Schumer on the Republican side. Me neither. I know I'm voting for him. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, the, the governor race I want to talk to you about now, Garrick, is in Georgia because in Georgia we have good old Stacey Abrams, the rightful governor of Georgia. Yeah, well, let me tell you, she's not doing very well. <laughs> she's not doing well in the poll. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted to ask you because she's sort of this rising star in the Democratic Party. It looks like she's going to get crushed. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Does that, I don't want to say it ends her career, but that would clearly be a black eye for her. To run twice for governor, lose both times, and in your second time get beat up pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I think at that point you're done. It's it's kind of, it becomes the Beatle O'Rourke thing. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, the rising star that always loses. Um, right, right. <laughs> now, yeah. um yeah, you know, I, I think with Stacey Abrams, it could come down to the same thing with uh, that you were just talking about about you know attractiveness. You know, she's fat. Um, she is. She yeah. She has she has nice skin. Uh, it seems very um, seems very uh, very well lotioned and moisturized. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I don't care for her teeth. She has uh, the, gap. the gap in her teeth. Um, and then on top of that, the things that she says are really stupid. Yeah. No. <laughs> so it's, um, and she doesn't have a stroke to blame that on. Right. <laughs> she's just not very intelligent. And so, yeah, she's going to get beat by some white guy that nobody likes. <laughs> right. And yeah, I think that's the end of it for yeah, her. I <laughs> 
Yeah, she would. She she would have to like. Maybe try to take a cabinet position in the last two years of the Biden administration or something. Or I don't know. Maybe she just wants to be social media person. But yeah, I I think she's just a grifter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's right. Yeah. So. I'm going to offer some predictions now. Okay, interesting. Um, so just for context here, um, the highest predictions that people are suggesting is Republicans win 260 House seats. They currently have 200, so that would be like plus 60. That would be huge. And and what, what was it in 94? Actually, I can look that up. Um, but in the Senate right now it's 50-50 I expect Republicans to end the night with 53 or at least maybe even 54 seats yeah I've heard 54 or 55 right Um, yeah well I don't know what do you think is going to happen in Georgia I think well. I think Herschel Walker is going to win in Georgia. Okay. I think that Doctor Oz is going to win in Pennsylvania. Marco Rubio will easily win in Florida. JD Vance will easily win in Ohio. Ron Johnson will easily win in Wisconsin. Arizona, I think Blake Masters narrowly will win. Nevada, the Republicans have been favored in every poll, but I am worried about the shenanigans there. Yeah. <laughs> What is the uh, the state of sin? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, I've been there. I know how sinful it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say fifty four Senate seats. All right. And um, see, Chris Wallace said thirty to forty seats in. The house, so I'm gonna take fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Go higher than what Chris Wallace says. Chris Wallace, yeah. and I'm going to say I think thirty-one governors. Yeah, and governors, I expect the guy in Wisconsin to win. The Republican. Um, I'm apparently in Pennsylvania. The polls haven't been great for that guy. Yeah, Doug Mastriano. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, if you're going to go vote for Oz, like, what, you're not going to vote Republican for governor? Like, Yeah, well, yeah, I think Fetterman's so bad. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I wonder, because I believe Doug was the one that was trying to get the election overturned, right. the results right. overturned, because he's a right. state senator or something. Um, and I, I'm kind of thinking that maybe not all of Pennsylvania was into that. Yeah, definitely the Philadelphia areas. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, of course, DeSantis will win by double digits. Yeah. Charlie uh, Chris. That guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the debate between Chris and DeSantis? Uh, Charlie Chris said, you know, Ron, uh, all you care about is running for president, and you need to commit that you're going to serve a full term as Florida governor. And then Ron DeSantis is like, 
Uh, actually, I should play the clip. Uh, the the only uh, donkey. I'm going to take your old donkey out, or or something like that. I can see if I can find the clip here. <laughs> Let Ron DeSantis do it. Yeah, and um, yeah, Arizona will definitely go. I think Tudor Dixon will win in Michigan. Um, I do think Kathy Hochul will win. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, is what's going on in New Hampshire? Is that a Senate race? That's that's a Senate race. That could also. Okay. That could also go. Um, I could see that going. Republican. Yeah, it's just New Hampshire. Now, keep in mind, uh, Mitch McConnell is not helping no. <laughs> any of these races. No, he's not. He's sabotaging them. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is just ridiculous. Yeah, well, one state we haven't talked about is Alaska. Sarah Palin's running for the uh, House seat there. And they're also running to replace Murkowski. Yeah. And McConnell's been putting a lot of money to try to get yeah. Murkowski. Because they have that weird system in Alaska where it's, you know, it's, it's like top four, they call it. Oh, okay. So you go to the polls and you have to rank, they call it rank choice. So you have the uh, candidates, you have, here's number one, here's number two, here's number three, here's number four. Okay. So yeah, I don't know why you would vote for Lisa Murkowski, but... Um, you know, in theory, she could still win if, you know, not enough people vote for the other Republican number one. Yeah. Or if that's split up some way, you know. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and I don't know, Sarah Palin, I thought she would do better. Maybe people don't like her in Alaska. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, she, uh, I don't know. I don't see her making much of a comeback. Yeah. She was kind of like the... Trump <clears throat> before Trump, you know. And oddly enough, it was McCain that made her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's shocking. That must be his biggest regret. <laughs> yeah. Someone had said that if uh, he didn't choose Palin, he would have lost by like 11 or 12 points. Yeah. Instead of losing by 7 or 8, so. Yeah. Um, all right, this is a Ron DeSantis clip versus Charlie Crist. You're running for governor, and I have a question for you. You're running for governor. Why don't you look in the eyes of the people of the state of Florida and say to them, if you're reelected, you will serve a full four-year term as governor. Yes or no? Yes or no, Ron? Will you serve a full four-year term if you're reelected governor of Florida? It's not a tough question. It's a fair question. He won't tell you. We did not agree on the candidates asking each other questions. Time? Governor, it's your turn. Well, listen, I know that Charlie's interested in talking about 2024 and Joe Biden, but I just want to make things very, very clear. The only worn out old donkey I'm looking to put out to pasture is Charlie Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Good man. When Charlie Chris was governor, he ran saying he would not raise taxes. He became governor, and he signed off on the largest increase in taxes and fees in the history of the state of Florida. Time, we governor. just enacted the largest decrease in taxes in the history of Florida. Thank you, Governor. Oh, uh, all, all of the, uh, the lobbyists, the, the, lobbyists, the special <laughs> interests. <clears throat> the establishment is out right. there. <laughs> 
Uh, in 94, the midterm elections, Republicans won 54 seats. Mm. Net 54. Um, so. Yeah, I'll go with 50. Now, 2010, though, I think was bigger, wasn't it? Let me see, 2010 midterm elections. They've done. John Boehner was crying that night. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> but I got yeah. a sting out of it. <laughs> Republicans won 63 House seats. Oh, wow. Of course, they were crushed in the two previous elections, so that part of the 2008 and 2006. Yeah. But, but yeah, I... Um, <coughs> bless you. I... Uh, Hope Tudor Dixon wins in Michigan. So, you know, I'll, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, you got Detroit and Wayne County. So. Yeah. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how happy we are. All right, well, on election night, we'll uh, hopefully we'll be here. and Oh, we'll, uh, we'll be here. We'll do another podcast before and, and after and see how we did with our predictions. I plan on taking the next day. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean the whole night then? Yeah. Garrick Elon Musk is officially the CEO, owner, chairman of Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is free. Yes. And I think the greatest thing, he just fired the uh, the other people immediately upon getting Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> so Twitter could be fun again. Yeah. yeah. I might actually join it again. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it was funny though. Uh, Hillary Clinton had put out a post saying that um, you know the Republicans uh, should be shamed, and you know the attack on Paul Pelosi is right in line with January sixth and all that kind of nonsense. Yeah. And Elon Musk responded to her and he said, "Actually, Hillary, there's more to the story." And it was a link to a story about him being with a gay prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yes, Elon's amazing. <laughs> yeah, when the wealthiest man in the world uh, responds to Hillary Clinton, people start to take notes. <laughs> but he is kind of an enigma in a way, because he is, of course, big on all the climate change and electric cars and all that bullshit, yeah. but then he's kind of good in this area. He's kind of a mixed match. Yeah, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> you go to war with the army you have. <laughs> right. well, okay. uh, her, his daughter is trans or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, if my parent was the richest man in the world, I would be on their good side. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I don't know what, the, what, what that trans person is thinking. A pretty dumb thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think uh, I think he's a bit eccentric as most billionaires are, yeah, right. um, and so I, it doesn't surprise me that at least one of his kids went awry. Yeah, yeah. So, well, Garrick, our last topic here is Paul Pelosi. All right, the fag. Oh, <laughs> Paul Pelosi, a brilliant Wall Street trader, I might add. Yeah, he's. He has got some time. (laughs) (laughs) He knows when the SEC is going to do something. (laughs) We've actually had clients that call us and uh, they they said, I saw Pelosi bought something. I want to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) Maybe I should start doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know because Paul Pelosi got himself into some trouble. The details of the story are a little bit unusual here, Garrick, but he's attacked by... 
someone in his own home with a hammer. Mm-hmm. They were both just in their underwear. You know, when the police arrived. And yeah. the police arrived. Um, how does the person third in line of the presidency not have better security? But maybe that's really not what happened here, right? Maybe yeah, so, yeah, so, you know, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, and then Paul Pelosi uh, is worth a hedge fund manager or something. something. like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, he, you know, he's worth about $500 million. And uh, some nudist pothead co- commie <laughs> guy uh, <laughs> decided to, quote-unquote, break into their house at uh, 2.30 in the morning. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I believe I saw that uh, Paul called the police from the bathroom. <laughs> um, and then when the police got there, they were fighting over a hammer. Oh. Um, there, there was, like, a struggle. And then, as the police were there, that's when uh, oh, the, the guy hit him over the head with a hammer. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've, uh, and... And I should add that a third person, an unknown person, let the police in. Right, right. I'd like to know who that other person is. It's Pelosi. <laughs> yeah, Nancy, they didn't. Yeah. They said unknown. They didn't say it was Nancy. They said right. an unknown per. So who is this person? It could be another part of his gay orgy, maybe. That's kind of where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard to imagine. It's it's just hard to say why is there a naked, quote-unquote, naked man in your house at 2 a.m.? You know, like, and why are you also naked? Uh, you know, or wearing underwear, but... Yeah. yeah. You would think <laughs> if, if Paul Pelosi is gay, which maybe he is, or maybe he's bisexual. Maybe yeah, I'm he's sure that they just... Heteroflexible. Yeah, they're, it's a fluid thing. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. <laughs> That, you know, he could probably do a lot better, find like a really high-end gay escort, not looking for some homeless guy, you know. Well. I mean, Paul Pelosi's got plenty of money. Yeah. Um, maybe that's all he could round up at 2 a.m. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy, he, he's, uh, I saw a picture of him, it looked like he was, uh, uh, presiding over some sort of nudist Mm -hmm. um, marriage or something. So, yeah, maybe Paul is part of that community or um, just thought, well, this guy's so involved in that community, he must be uh, pretty good with nudity. Yeah. (laughs) And he's very good with weed. Yeah, that Um, could be true, too. Also, uh, drugs might have been involved here. Yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all I can say is that QAnon, um, once again, has been proven to not be disproved. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We can't count them out quite yet. <laughs> and, of course, the guy who attacked Paul Pelosi is not, certainly not a MAGA Republican. He's probably some left-wing nut, so... Yeah, he's part of the Green Party. Yeah, they showed his uh, the outside of his house. He has, uh, you know, BLM stuff and um, eco stuff, pot stuff, 
LGBTQ stuff, yeah. you know, rainbow flag. Um, he is very much a liberal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> liberal violence. Yeah. They are the most violent people in yeah. this country. <laughs> oh, Garrick, no. And, um, yeah, I really hope that uh, they lose a lot yeah. next week. <laughs> they, yeah. Yeah, so well, we'll see what the story develops. I'm sure the, the deep state, the Democratic Party, will sweep in to try to cover up as much as they can. Yeah, well... Yeah. And I wonder if Nancy knows about this, or whether this is all a surprise. Like, does she know her husband's kind of into this stuff? I'm sure she knows yeah. stuff. Um, hey, she was pictured this summer with her boobs hanging out. Yeah. You know? it was, uh, I think that... Uh, I, I'm guessing they're probably all in on it. <laughs> Remember, she gave that um, that press. She was doing her usual press conference uh, a couple months ago, and she she was just slurring her words and yeah. speaking gibberish. Right. So she, I I think that she's probably into these drugs too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, she's gonna be on her way out of Congress. That the Democrats are not gonna hold on to power, and I don't see her remaining the leader although who knows maybe I'm wrong maybe she's going to serve another 10 years so. yeah well you know like hey Jimmy Carter he's still alive <laughs> he, he may as well uh, run for <laughs> president again um, that would be hilarious <laughs> he'd be better than John Fetterman so yeah I'm sure he's had brain cancer too yeah but <laughs> he's probably more with it than everyone else's <laughs> That's saying something. Well, Garrick, uh, before we wrap up, I wanted to mention this to you. I think I texted you this. Trump was on his Truth Social. I don't. I, apparently, he's not going to go back to his Twitter account. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, but he called Mitch McConnell's wife Coco Chow. And <laughs> 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 he's just like Mitch McConnell and his wife Coco Chow love China. <laughs> And I'm not sure what Coco Chow means, but I think it's really funny. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, as Steve Dace has pointed out, that it's no mistake that as he got kicked off of social media, his uh, favorability went up. Right. <laughs> I <laughs> think that's hilarious. I really miss that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, most people aren't like us. <laughs> Adam, you're being so disrespectful. Yes. Coco Chow. So that's... <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh Donald. Well, <laughs> you just can't help him. So. I know. <laughs> All right, Garrick. Well, another solid episode. If you have any comments, questions, please feel free to write into us, and we will be back next Tuesday for the Red Tsunami. Woohoo! Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy. Oh, I just have to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, folks. See you later.